Starks. They are going to bring pressure again. Rogers is going to roll away. Throws it up in the air. Says a prayer. And Chance does it. He's out. Oh, please. What a catch. That's insane. Oh, my. That may be one of the great throws ever made. Moving to his left. Can the receivers get part of downfield? Rodgers in trouble. It's going to get there. He turned 32 yesterday. Does he have a vintage moment in it? In the end zone, it is caught for the win. Richard Rodgers with a walk-off touchdown. A game ender for the Packers. Giants looking for a stop. They're going to air it out. Rodgers does this better than anybody. End zone. Come. Touchdown. Unbelievable. Man, who does that better than Aaron Rodgers? Welcome to the Rodgers Hail Mary podcast. My mission statement is to bring you weekly bowl predictions for the Packers, NFL, and maybe a little college football. I am your host, Nathan Spooner, and I would like you to consider this thought. Bowl predictions are like Hail Marys. Sometimes you just have to throw them out there and pray they come to completion. The only difference is Aaron Rodgers' Hail Marys are a little more accurate than my predictions. And boy, have we found out that to be the case with some of our pick six predictions, which we'll get to a little later on. Well, this is episode five, reviewing week four of the Green Bay Packers and week four of the NFL season, and looking forward to week five of the uh, Packers versus the Lions traveling to Detroit. So before we get to that, let's do some quick review here of, of week four against the Bills, and man... What a great defensive game that was. And yes, I know it was against the Bills. But that's what you're supposed to do against a bad team, right? You're supposed to dominate. If they allowed 7, 10 points, we would have been happy with that. But for them to shut them out, we should be impressed still. We should be impressed with a shutout. I don't care who it's against. Even if it's in college, when a college team shuts another team out, that's an achievement. It's not very often that you see even a, a big-time school shut out a mid-major. So when you shut out somebody in football, period, I don't care who, it's, who it is, it's, a, it's an achievement. It's something that we should be excited about. Okay, so the Packers beat the Bills 22-0, and we made some predictions for Aaron Rodgers. And we got close, actually, this time. We got pretty close. We had Aaron Rodgers throwing for 300 yards, and he got close. Like I said, he got 298 yards. So maybe just one of those drops that uh, some of the guys had again today. Geronimo had a couple. I should I say today this past week, uh, Geronimo had a couple drops. Kendricks had another drop. So just one of those catches comes to fruition and we get that one right 
Then we also had Aaron Rodgers throwing two touchdowns. We did not get that right. He only got one touchdown. And as he put it, he was not happy with the offensive performance. I think I I heard the point made on another podcast that it is possible for Aaron Rodgers to be upset with the offense and be upset with himself at the same time. Okay, guys? So he I, I'm sure he's well aware that he's been stinking it up a little bit here and there. He's been inconsistent, to say at, at the least. Um, so I think he's well aware of that, and I think he knows that he needs to do more. Maybe he even knows that he needs to be the one to target Devante more. Yes, sure, the, the, the play calls could look to go to uh, Devontae Adams as the first option more often, but I think Rodgers also knows that Maybe in certain situations, he needs to be aware that he needs to target himself, Devontae Adams, more often. So moving on then to uh, the running back position, we had Aaron Jones hitting 75 yards, and he got close, actually. If they just give him the ball a little bit more like everybody's clamoring for, he had 11 carries for 65 yards. That is a 5.9 average. 5.9, basically 6. He gains one more yard. It's a 6 average. Okay. And then we also said that he would get one touchdown. And we were right. So we're doing pretty good. We did, like I said, we actually did pretty good. Then we had Geronimo Allison going for 100 yards. That did not quite come to fruition here. He got close again. He had 6 receptions for 80 yards. Uh, Adams led the team in receptions with eight receptions for 81 yards. Uh, And Jimmy Graham got the lone touchdown, which we called, by the way. We said this time would be the time Jimmy Graham got his first touchdown of the season with Aaron Rodgers, and he got one touchdown. We also said Geronimo Allison would get a touchdown, and he did not, as Aaron Rodgers only threw one touchdown. Then, another one we got right. So what does that make us? Let's see here. We got Aaron Rodgers... Both his wrong. We got Aaron Jones one touchdown right. We got Toronto, uh, Jimmy Graham's one touchdown right. And we also said going to the defense that Jair Alexander would get his first interception. His first interception of his career. And he got it. It was a lame duck. It was a terrible decision by Jake Allen to throw that pass. But nonetheless, Alexander saw it, made the break on it, and caught the ball. First interception. Congratulations, Alexander. And then we also said, haha, Clinton Dix would get an interception. And he got one as well. So we were pretty rolling. We were pretty rolling solid with our predictions on, on this week here. And then we also said that uh, Gilbert would get a sack. And he got one sack and a tackle for a loss. So he had a good game. Pretty solid, anyways. Then you just look all across the board. We had a lot of sacks, though. Jermaine Whitehead got a sack. Blake Martinez had a sack. Clay Matthews split a sack with Nick Perry and didn't get a flag, by the way. And Kyler Fackrell, Kyler Fackrell got three sacks. So on the day, we had seven sacks. We sacked him seven times. So it was a great defensive game, to say the least. So we did say that Clay Matthews would get one sack, no flag. He got half a sack, no flag. So we'll take it. Then we said the final score would be the Packers 24 and the Bills 17. I thought this would be a close game. I thought the Bills would do a little bit better on offense. I didn't expect this kind of showing by our defense. And I'll definitely take it. 
So 22 to 0. It's pretty close. Let's take a look at some of your guys' predictions that we had. Um, I do want to point this out. He, it wasn't really close for the the score prediction, but uh, Dylan at P Pure Packers, he said it would be a close win and people will overreact as usual. He said the score would be 24 to 20. So he wasn't close on the score. But people will re overreact as usual. I think we are overreacting with Aaron Rodgers and his comments here, guys. Let's just take us back a step. I think everything's going to be fine. I think Aaron Rodgers is saying things to motivate himself, maybe motivate his guys, and also start the conversation with Mike McCarthy. Maybe you don't do that with the media, but who are we to judge? Okay, he's the number one quarterback. He's getting paid all this money. Let him do his thing with the media. He's not being he's not being overly disrespectful to anybody really. He didn't call McCarthy out by name. And if you really look at it from a certain perspective, he could have been talking about himself in many of those occasions, many of those quotes, as well as McCarthy, but he could have been including himself as well. Other notable notable predictions by you guys was uh, at ST Neely1994. He said, Breland, Alexander Jackson all get their interceptions this week. Breland obviously didn't play any snaps. So I think that's also something to be excited about, by the way, guys that Breland played zero snaps in this game, and we still got a shout-out. We got a great showing by our defense. So just think about what we can do when Bashad Breland gets into this mix. Kevin King is healthy this week. So just think what our defense is going to how good it's going to be. But he did get the Alexander one right at least. Jackson did not get a pick. So just wanted to point that out. Um, that's pretty much it from your guys' responses on Twitter for this past week for the Bills game. So... Let's go ahead and look forward to this week against the Lions. I'm going to have Aaron Rodgers throwing for 300 yards again, and I'm going to have him throw for three touchdowns in this game. There's been talk about how bad the Lions' offense is. It's terrible. It's atrocious. Excuse me, their defense is. Uh, they really only have Darius Slay, and that's pretty much it. So Aaron Rodgers should be able to pick on these guys even without... Cobb or Allison. He'll have, this is might be Jimmy Graham's coming out game as far as yardage and scoring. I think Aaron Jones is going to show off. I think, but Aaron Rodgers is going to be able to dump off. Everybody's talking about how the, the lines are terrible guarding the tight end and the running back in the receiving game. So I think Rodgers is going to make hay with that. So he's going to go over 300 yards. He's going to go for three touchdowns. Aaron Jones, I think this is the week that he puts it all together, that they start giving him the time that he needs. If you look back, let me just pull it up here real quick. I believe it was, yes, it was week five last year. It was week five last year that you had Aaron Jones have his breakout game against the Cowboys last year where he went over 100 yards. So I think there is no doubt that we can look forward to seeing Aaron Jones start getting more snaps this week against the Lions, against a terrible run defense, dead last in rush defense. And I put something out there on Twitter, um, a little graph there showing how bad the Lions have been because I wanted to see what exactly they've been doing. Is it is it be, is it just because they've been facing good rushing attacks? Not necessarily. In the first game against the Jets, they allowed 169 yards. The Jets 
averaged 88 yards a game, 25th in the league. Their next closest best game was 107 yards against the Browns in Week 3. 49ers, they ran for 190 yards against the Lions in Week 2. That's the, the, the Niners average 133.5, but if you take away the Lions, they barely average 80 yards a game. They're six right now because of that 190 mark. Against the week one against Vikings, 90 yards. Week three against Chiefs, 77 yards. Week four against Chargers, 76 yards. So the Niners have not been good running the ball, really, at, uh, except for with the exception against the Lions. But because of the Lions, they're sixth. Take it for what that's worth. Patriots are 12th in the league, averaging 117 yards a game. Against the Lions, they put up 120. This is the one exception, I think, to the rule, actually. Uh, The Dolphins is their best game. Last week, they ran for 175 yards. Against Texans, 122. And then Jaguars, 82. So their best game actually didn't come against the Lions. Their two best games didn't come against the Lions. But their Patriots are actually just 12th still in the league in rushing attack. Not even sure how that math works out. Anyways. And the Cowboys, they're fourth in the league. They're the best rushing attack that the the Lions have faced so far. Against the Lions, they put up 183 yards last week. Against the Seahawks, 166. Against the Giants, 138. Panthers, 94. But really, that Zeke Elliott came out strong. And really, all that to say is that pretty much everybody has their best game running the ball against the Lions. So Aaron Jones is going to break out this week. I have Aaron Jones breaking 100 yards this game and going for another touchdown. And then moving on to Devontae Adams. I think Devontae Adams is going to have a 100-yard game and a touchdown. I think that Jimmy Graham goes for 100 yards and a touchdown. And I think that Ty Montgomery is going to get the other touchdown, actually. I would like to see that touchdown maybe go to somebody else, actually, though. I, I would like to see maybe Mercedes Lewis get into the mix a little bit this week. Maybe they this is the week that he starts getting more playing time, gets some goal line opportunities. Maybe he gets a goal line touchdown uh, instead of Ty Montgomery from Aaron Rodgers. So we'll see. Then over to the defense. We're going to go ahead and say that Stafford makes one of his typical mistakes and throws a couple pick. Well, let's say that Stafford just throws for one pick, and I think that's going to go to Bashad Breeland this week. I think he gets into the mix. He'll be ready to play. I think he'll get an interception. Jair Alexander is, is facing a little bit of a tweak hamstring, or was it a gro- groin? And um, Josh Jackson... He's going to get more playing time too, so we'll see. Kevin King is healthy. He could get an opportunity. I think Stafford only throws one interception in this game, though. Then I think Reggie Gilbert gets a sack, and I think Clay Matthews gets a sack. Now, against the... Excuse the train, guys. I know there was one earlier, too, I think. Excuse that train. There's just no avoiding him here in this area. I think that uh, Clay Matthews gets a sack. Reggie Gilbert gets a sack. The Cowboys and the Patriots have done a terrible job getting to Stafford. But if you look at it, their offensive line isn't that good. Okay, guys? And TJ Lang is injured, so he might most likely won't be playing in this game for the Lions. So I think they will get some pressure, be able to get some pressure up the middle. So then I think Daniels will finally get a sack here this week. And so those are the three sacks I see coming. Uh, Gilbert, Clay, 
and Daniels. Everybody's talking about Carrion Johnson for the Lions, how the running game's back. I think he is really good, but I don't, uh, everybody's over, I, I, I don't want to overreact. Maybe, maybe that's just me. Maybe I'm just biased against these other teams that I don't overreact. I don't buy into or believe into them yet because we've seen consistency in the area of being bad from these teams in a lot of ways. So I think our run defense will step up. I, uh, I got the number right here. We are uh, 15th in the in the league against the run as a defense. So I think we take another step up this week, and I think we hold their rushing attack. I think especially if we get our uh, out to a lead, our offense starts clicking out to a lead, they're going to have to abandon the run a little bit. We'll be able to hold them under 100 yards. Our average yards allowed... It's 107.8 for good for 15th as a defense. All right, let's go ahead and look at what some of you guys said for your predictions. We got some general predictions here, and we got some pretty specific predictions here. The offense finally gets going, and de- the defense steps up again. That is a prediction from at King Day underscore. I'm sure many of you are familiar with him. And uh, I agree. The offense finally gets this going. The defense steps up again. I, I really don't have anything to disagree with that. I endorse that 100%. At Football Dad 1013 says the Packers defense sacks Stafford eight times. Eight times. So he's taking it up a notch from what we did last week. We sacked Jake Allen seven times. So he thinks we're going to take it up another notch. I'm not sure. That's Well, first of all, let me say that that is a bold prediction. But I don't think that we get eight sacks against Stafford. Their offensive line is better than the Buffalo Bills offensive line. So, like I said, I think we'll we'll see three, possibly four sacks. But I gave out three in our predictions here. Then at George Nicholas underscore one, he's been pretty faithful here to give us some predictions and help us out here and on Twitter. He says, if the coaches have done their homework right, we will score 35 plus and defend well again. Stafford will get sacked four plus times. There will be flags galore, and Jones will run riot. The spread, we're at one and a half. And he says, give me over 50 and a half total points and uh, put our spread at 10. That's right, 10. Go Pack Go. There's a lot there, George. Thank you for that. So I haven't made my score prediction on this yet. I saved that toward the end here. But I, I four times is good. I, I don't have a problem with four times. I think there will be a lot of... Flags, although I think that the league is starting to cut back on some of the roughing the passer penalties. And I do think that the he's taken the Packers win by 10. It's, it's right now at one and a half. I think the Packers, well, I don't want to tell you right now what that spread will be. We'll get to that in a moment. So good prediction, George. Thank you. Then here's another bold prediction from at R12GBP. He says that Adams goes for 100 plus yards and two touchdowns. Again, I could, I almost gave him two touchdowns in this one, but I'm I'm gonna stick with just one because I think that Aaron Rodgers is gonna throw for one or two on the goal line. Then from at Jess H underscore 19, also another faithful here for us on Twitter. Alexander gets a pick six. Jones rushes for two touchdowns. Clay gets two sacks with no roughing the passer flags. So I don't have a problem with that. Pick six from Alexander would be awesome for him to get that, to get one and then take it to the house. Jones rushing for two touchdowns. Again, I said I don't have a problem with that. That's a good one. And then Clay gets two sacks 
with no roughing the passer flags. Again, I don't have a problem with Clay getting two sacks. I think Clay's been doing a lot better than people are giving him credit for still. And he's had effect on the game. Even if he's not getting actual sacks, I think I haven't looked at his hurries or his pressures, but I'm pretty sure those are pretty good as well. Uh, he's done pretty decent in the run game as well. So those are your guys' bold predictions for this week against the Lions. Now it's time for our pick six segment. Hasselbeck maybe changing the play at the line. Looks left and right. Takes the snap. Short drop. Quick throw. Left side. Yes! Intercepted. The right side. Going down the right side. Into the end zone. It is Al Harris. Touchdown. Dagger. Al Harris. 56 yards to a game-winning touchdown. Green Bay Packers. All right. This is the pick six segment. And we're going to look at the last week's predictions first. And uh, so we'll just do the rundown here. We are currently 7-4-1 and one on the season. We started in week two with th- this th- doing this segment. So 7-4-1, and one, picking six games each week. And first on the slate was the Rams and the Vikings. And I did pick the Rams, and the Rams won 38-31. That was quite a game. Very, very fun game to watch. Let's just move quickly through these here. Our game of interest, since it's right next here in my list I'm looking at on the score sheets, uh, was the Patriots versus the Dolphins. I said that the Dolphins would win this game. They were 3-0. and If they had won that game, they would be in a favorable position in their division. But the Patriots smashed them 38-7. to Are the Patriots back? Maybe. But we don't have to buy in yet if we don't want to. Let's just wait and see. They're 2-2. Two and two. Then the Buccaneers travel to Chicago to play the Bears. And, man, if there was ever a cold takes exposed that uh, could be put up on that uh, Twitter account, this is it. I did not believe in the Trubisky ability to expose the Buccaneers defense, so I was dead wrong. Bears won 48-10. So we got that one wrong. By the way, so that puts our record... At 8, 6, and 1. And then, right next was the Lions and Cowboys. I picked the Lions to win this one. And they almost did pull it off. But but on that last, they made the comeback, took the lead. But they then they couldn't stop Dak Prescott in the final drive. And so the Cowboys won. Bringing the Lions record down to 1 and 3. And bringing my record down to 8, 7, and 1. Then I, for our first, our, our, yeah, first round pick watch... We have the Saints and the Giants, and I think I need to stop picking against the Saints now just because I want a better first-round pick because these guys, they're doing better than I thought, than I, or at least I'd hoped, I should say. So the Saints beat the Giants 33-18. to They improved to 3-1 on the season. So right now we're looking at a high 20s pick a quarter of the way through the year, and so that brings the record to 8-8-1. Eight, eight, and one. Then, my only other game I got right this week was the Packers' ability. I picked the Packers to win, and they won 22-0 to improve the 2-1-1 on the year. Second place for the NFC North. And that brings my record to 9-8-1. All right, so let's go ahead and take a look at next week, or this upcoming week, and look at some bold predictions for that for our pick six games here. We'll save the Packers and Lions for last so let's take a look at Vikings and Eagles. The Vikings, another tough game, actually. 
They have to play the Eagles. It's a uh, 425 Eastern start. The Eagles are favored by three. And I'm going to take that. I'm taking the Eagles in this game. So uh, I think that uh, the Vikings are still going to struggle against this defense. Their defense hasn't been looking good. This might be the game where Carson Wentz starts putting it together offensively. So we'll take the Eagles on that one. And then the Bears are on a bye. So we don't have to worry about them picking them this week. So we're going to have to pick some other games. And then we got two an NFC North matchup. So that's a... Taking up a game there too, but we got to find a new one for it. So let's go to right to our first round pick watch against with the Saints and Redskins. And the Saints are six and a half point favorites on Monday Night Football. And I am going to take the Saints against the Redskins on this one. It's in New Orleans. And while the Redskins defense has looked pretty decent, I believe in Drew. He actually didn't have that great of a game against the Giants, but uh, they're going to be getting Mark Ingram back. Michael Thomas is on fire. Alvin Kamara is on fire. So the Saints take this game. Then for a game of interest, we have the Jaguars taking on the Chiefs. That's my Jaguars are my Super Bowl pick. So let's go ahead and take a look over there at them into the AFC. The Jaguars are three and one, and the Chiefs are four and zero. Oh, and uh, Mahomes has been unstoppable, even against the the Broncos defense. But oh, and let's also notice that Kansas City is a three-point favorite in this one at home. But their defense still isn't that good. There's talk about Tyreek Hill up against Jalen Ramsey. Man, this should be this is this is gonna be a good game, guys. You do, if you're not watching the Packer game, watch this game. If you're for some reason you're in a market where you can't get the Packer game, watch the Chiefs and Jags game. Okay? This should be a good game. So I'm gonna take the Jaguars on this one though. It's a tough, it's a tough decision. But I'm taking the Jags to win this one. And so let's move on. Let's move on to the Battle of Texas here. The Cowboys versus the Texans. It's my other game of interest. And the Houston Texans are three and a half point favorites. I said I last week that I picked against Cowboys because I don't like them. I'm actually going to pick against them again, though. Not necessarily because I don't like them, but because I think Deshaun Watson's got to start getting things together. Their defense isn't that good, though, so they might not be able to stop Zeke. But the Cowboys' defense isn't that good, and their offense really isn't that good. The lines were just that bad. That's tough, but I'm going to take the Texans. Let's cross our fingers and hope we're right on that one. Now let's take a pick at the Packers. So for the Packers at the Lions, I'm going to take that uh, score. We're going to give the win to the Packers by a score of 34-31. to 31. That's right, 34-31. to 31. Aaron Rodgers is going to put together three touchdowns. Jones will get a touchdown, and Crosby will have two field goals, making 34-31. to 31. Could be that Crosby puts that field goal together as time expires, or the Packers just have the lead and the comeback attempt by the Lions comes up short. We'll just have to see which one it is. All right, that was our pick six segment. Snap. Tahini throws it over the middle. Intercepted! Intercepted! B.J. Rodgers in the end zone! <laughs> For the touchdown and an NFC Championship Dagger! Again, that was our pick six segment, and uh, we want to thank you for listening in today to the whole episode. Uh, if you've made it this far, we really appreciate that, really do. And uh, if you really do enjoy uh, the show, the Rogers Hail Mary podcast, please uh, help us out and share it with your friends on Twitter or Facebook. Like us. 
on iTunes, give us good reviews, subscribe, help us out in all those different ways to spread the word, good word about uh, the Rogers Hill Mary podcast. We, again, just really appreciate it if you've been listening along with us all along or if you've just joined us, we're glad you're here. And uh, don't forget to follow us on Twitter at 12 Hail Mary, as well as on Facebook. You can follow us and like us there. And until next time, remember, go, pack, go. He's